What's up, bitches? This is Sierra. And what's up, bitches? This is Morgan. And this is Bitches, bitches and Murders. Uh, so I have like some mild house. I'm not even going to call it housekeeping. I have a preface for this case and then a little true crime fun news. I don't know that I should call it fun, but it's we'll, we'll get there. You'll understand in a second. So my preface for this case is that in case you can't tell by my voice, I am sick. I've been sick for like a week now um, and I'm doing my best. <laughs> so if there's weird pauses throughout this episode or like it sounds choppy, um, it's because my microphone has a very convenient little mute button that I can just tap and it's because I tried to hack a lug up. Um, but it's fine. I have tea. I have um, cough drops. I have water. I'm going to do the best I can because I love you guys and I want to bring you some fucking content. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. You say that and I'm like so scared because like the last like couple of days I've just like not been like been feeling like more and more tired and like I've been busy so I'm like okay maybe I'm just tired but you know that deep kind of bone yeah. tired you get right before you get sick. I've been terrified of that because I'm like oh, I, even I though I've gotten rest like I feel too tired and I am concerned. I am so familiar. Yeah, so, so I'm really hoping that that's not me in like two days. Because <laughs> I've also been really sniffly, but like the weather's been like changing here, and it went from being really cold to really hot. So I'm like, it's it's just an allergies, yeah. right? It did the same thing here, and I'm like, I don't know if maybe I should pop a Benadryl and see if that makes me feel better because that's about the only thing I haven't tried at this point. But also, it's like. God damn! You think at least something would have helped at this point? Like even if it was right. allergies, it seems like something else would have still helped. Like I feel like something should have gave by now, but there's so much pressure in my head; it's not even funny. Oh my god! Yeah, it sounds like there's <laughs> there's pressure. I'm not having a good time. Um, but moving on to our true crime news, uh, a <laughs> it's not funny, but it's kind of funny. Um, one Timothy Bliff. Bliffnick? Sure. Yeah. Um, Timothy Bliffnick has officially been charged in his wife's murder. Um, she was found shot multiple times. Um, right now he's entering a plea of not guilty, but, you know, that's how these things be going. Um, that's how they always start. <laughs> so his trial is currently set for May, but there's a couple of pretrial and arraignment things that are happening in april um and you're probably asking yourself sierra why are you mentioning this well because <laughs> the funny not funny part is that once upon a time uh tim bliffnick was on family feud and the question was uh something along the lines of like what's something from your wedding that you regret or something like that and his answer was saying i do so it's really funny that you bring this up because I did not know about the murder part of that at all, but I randomly saw that, which I probably just saw it because of that, but I didn't yeah. watch it long enough to like get to that part. But I randomly saw that clip pop up the other day when I was on TikTok and I was like, man, that's just an asshole. And then I just kept like scrolling. <laughs> as soon as you said family feud, I was like, holy shit, is it the same guy? I literally had to mute myself because I was laughing. <laughs> so I... I have like Google alerts for like murder and serial killer and like stuff like that because I like to stay updated on these kinds of things um, as well as kind of like keep an eye on maybe some new cases that we could cover. So 
the same clip showed up on my TikTok for you page. And I was like, why do I know this man? Like, I feel like I saw him in something recently. And I like went to the comment section and there and somebody was like, oh, ha ha. How ironic that he just got charged in his wife's murder. And I was like, oh, no, it's the same guy. <laughs> oh, terrible. Anyway, um, I'm going to move on to what we're actually talking about today and not just random true crime things. Uh, this all started because I wanted to do a case that kind of related to St. Patrick's Day because obviously we're at the end of March now. Um, actually, by the time this gets released, it might be April. But I thought it would be interesting to you know find something that related to St. Patrick's Day. And I did find something. However, it turned into the biggest rabbit hole I've ever fallen down. Did I lose you? Oh my god, I accidentally muted my microphone. And oh I didn't god. <laughs> I was like responding. <laughs> I was like, man, she's really just ignoring me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. I love that for us. Strong start. Oh, Strong oh, start. We're doing great. <laughs> anyway. Uh, moving on. So today we're going to be talking about uh Rachel Hurley. Um, and I'm bringing it a little too close to home for me. Um, oh, thank God it's not me for once. <laughs> literally. Um, but yeah, so I don't really have any like fun little backstory. Uh, so we're just going to get right into it. So St. Patrick's Day of 1990, uh, Rachel, who was 14 at the time, spent the day boating with her friends at the Jupiter Inlet here in Florida. Um, and reportedly around... 2.45 p.m. Um, they docked the boat and she mentioned to her friends that she needed to head back to Carlin Park because that's where her mom was supposed to pick her up at 3 p.m. So the distance between these two parks is maybe like a mile if you're doing like a straight shot up the beach. Maybe like a mile and some change if you're taking like the trails. So it's not that far. Yeah, so like so far it's kind of a standard day. Yeah. Um, so she starts walking uh, with her friends, Aaron and Maddie. Aaron and Maddie stop because they need to go to the bathroom. Um, and Rachel continues on without them. Um, and unfortunately, Rachel never makes it to the parking lot of Carlin Park. Hmm. Yeah. I knew that's where this was going, <laughs> but I still don't like it. Yeah. So Andrea, uh, which is Rachel's mom, waited a little bit Um and was kind of like asking her friends, you know, like, has anybody seen her? And they're like, no, like she went ahead of us. Um, and then went to another park because she was like, maybe I just got my information wrong. She's not there. Goes home. She's not there. And that's when she kind of starts realizing like, oh, something's right. Happening. Like uh, there is something not connecting here. Yeah. So the police are alerted and they kind of start a little phone tree because this is 1990 um, of everybody kind of saying like, hey, everybody go to Carlin Park. Like rachel's missing let's go look for her um i will go into more details about all of this in a little bit um, i had a feeling we are going to come <laughs> back to this yeah i am just giving you like the basics before i start my breakdown <laughs> gotcha i'm with um, it so around 8 15 p.m the search party is alerted that rachel was found in the wooded part of carlin park just on like the north end um and her body was found partially clothed clothed with the rest of her clothes being scattered nearby 
Um, her body had signs of defensive wounds as well as sexual assault, and her cause of death was marked as asphyxiation. Right. So it definitely seems like she was probably walking down the path. Someone surprised her out of nowhere. Yeah. Dragged I, her off kind of a thing. We'll get to it, but like I'll show you a map of this area because like there's multiple ways that she could have ended up there. Um, so <laughs> side note, this is why we never, ever, 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 in any circumstance, no matter where we are, let our friends out of our sight. I don't Literally. care if they want to go ahead. At least one other person is going with them. In a situation like this, preferably two other people at least, because you know that her mom's going to pick her up and you don't want that first person to then be alone. Right. Like, this is why we don't do it. It doesn't matter if you're not just going to a bar. Any place can be dangerous. Buddy system, guys. Yes. Buddy system. (laughs) Off my soapbox, but I just wanted to make sure that was said at some point in this episode. Literally, one of my friends is going to a a music festival here in April, um, which has an amazing lineup, by the way. Uh, Which one is the point? Um, I don't remember what it's called, but it's got like Falling in Reverse and Pretty Reckless and like all of these emo bands. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So both me and one of our other friends was like, you're going to share your location with us the entire time. You're going to keep us updated because if something happens and you accidentally get separated from your group or anything like that, like I am not covering you on this podcast. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. She was like, you guys are so cute. I'm like, no, we just watch a lot of true crime. (laughs) Yeah. Like I, like a couple months ago, I went out for my friend's birthday and we ended up like, I ended up staying out like the whole night until like 2 a.m. when they got done with the bars and stuff because it was like none of us are walking back to our cars alone like at this point it's already like 1 30 like we're all just gonna stick it out and we're all gonna walk back together like nobody yeah. is going off by themselves I, even though everyone's like i could i could go it's fine and i'm like no 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 <laughs> absolutely not um so that's kind of the basics of this case and like i said we'll break it down once i get a little bit further into things um but first, I would like to talk about the the who, what, why. So, obviously, this kind of rocked Jupiter, Florida, when this happened, because at the time it was kind of more of like a little, like a little beachside town. It wasn't quite the. I've never heard of it, so it doesn't seem like too big of a city. I mean, it's still it's a little touristy now, but like it was a lot less back then. Um, so this like rocked this town. Like everybody was completely flabbergasted that this happened. Um. And the FBI ended up getting involved. And the profile that they gave was a young white male who was upper middle class, uh, charismatic, not working, and not well grounded. Uh, I couldn't find anything about, like, why they came up with that profile. Um, But that was the profile that I found associated with their investigation. Um, I don't know how much of it I agree with. But that's just me. In my own paranoia, I guess. <laughs> God, it's hard not to have that at this point, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So there's quite a few people that were looked at. Um, however, they don't always... Obviously, none of them panned out because this is a cold case. Um, so the first person they look at is Billy Fagan. Um, he was 17 when this happened. And in May of 1990, so a couple months after Rachel was murdered... He's arrested on 31 felony sex charges, including 13 girls and one boy. 
all of the uh, charges were dropped in September. Hold on. Sorry. My whole, like, the whole room revolved around me real quick. I had to, like, reorient myself back to reality for a second. I know you want to get mad, but there's a suspect later on that I'm going to talk about that's going to make you even angrier. I just, I feel like zero to 31 is, like, a like a lot at once like like i can't believe you wouldn't get charged with like one or two first like just like that's a lot of charges to drop on someone at once and then to also just like take those right back like i've never heard of someone having that many charges and then every single charge getting dropped like i feel like they always have to like you know like at least pay a fine for something do you want to feel a little bit better oh yes i do so a year later he was arrested again for raping a girl at a party and then (laughs) well he was arrested um and then in 2005 he was charged with sexual battery and sentenced to prison uh he only served three years of his sentence though so i kind of brought it back i feel like none of that made me feel better so other girls got hurt (laughs) And he didn't have to pay for it. Uh, yeah. Um, so he was Anyways, briefly considered. target practice. <laughs> I mean, he has to register as a sex offender and he decided to move to Texas. So I'm sure he's target practice. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like there's a Ooh. lot of fucking sketchy ass people who live in texas yeah I guess there's a lot of ranches with nobody around i don't i don't i don't know i don't know I, I feel bad i've never been to texas i shouldn't judge texas but i don't trust texas i really don't <laughs> I, I i don't need to go to texas to know that i don't trust texas but <laughs> the bushes are from texas like that's all i need to know right there that <laughs> um so he was briefly considered but allegedly had an alibi for the day um he says uh that he was surfing with his friends in sebastian florida which is about 80 miles north of jupiter um and him and his friends stopped at a movie rental store on the way home and the timestamp at the movie rental store is around 3 p.m and it's that store is like 10 miles from carlin park so remind me exactly what time she went like a right around when she went missing i know she was supposed to meet her mom at three right so so it had to be like a little bit before that dock the boat at 2:45 okay. and she never makes it to Carlin Park. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so it's I don't know. I feel like 10 miles is I'm trying to like I guess I don't know how I guess it, it like really depends on what like speeds you're going in those 10 miles and what roads you're taking cuz yeah. I was like that feels a little bit far for yeah. him to have made it to those places. Yeah, it's one of those where like don't get me wrong, he's a trash bag of a human being, and I understand why he was looked at. But he's not this trash bag. Unfortunately, there is a timestamp that puts him 10 miles away at 3 p.m. Yeah, like, how would that have even been possible? He would have had, like, no time. Yeah, not not, not possible. Yeah. Um. So our second suspect is Douglas Gross. Don't you worry, he's as gross as his last name. <laughs> um. So... And he was also 17 in 1990. In 2003, um, they tested his DNA against a bloody T-shirt that was found in a trash can um, that was, like, kind of near Carlin Park. Hold on. Sorry. Um, 
and it was like positive um and there was also a jail informant that claimed that he heard gross bragging to another inmate that like he quote unquote got away with murdering a young girl in jupiter um so wait sorry sorry so the the blood on the t-shirt it was just his or it was like his and hers from just his my understanding of everything that i've read it was just his okay so that could have also been not related yeah it's so like he could have got a bloody nose and fucking ruined his shirt and like tossed it in a trash can but like i was also trying to like avoid mentioning this for a little bit longer but there at the time there was like a homeless community that kind of lived near that area um and unfortunately they were like immediately blamed for this uh which i don't necessarily agree with um but so like douglas said that like he tossed the t-shirt because he like got in a fight oh yeah like oh like a weird homeless crackhead tried to fight me and yeah tossed Um, the shirt like got it so because you didn't sorry i don't mean to interrupt you again i just want to make sure i'm like understanding this uh because you said she had defensive wounds you didn't say what kind of defensive do do we know what kind of defensive wounds those are because there's like um, difference between like someone like punching you and then someone like stabbing you and then like yeah i was just curious like the blood that would have gotten on other things yeah um so florida's statutes on cold cases is that they're considered open cases still um so the autopsy report's not available to me. Right, they're still sealed. So it's whatever. Understandable. I figured that would be something that might not. Like, they probably wouldn't want to disclose if they yeah. haven't caught the person. Because, obviously, usually they like to keep some details, like, private. Right. So they yeah. know if the person's the killer. Because they'll know things they shouldn't know. So I figured that might be one of those things. I was just trying to, like, be like, oh, would... Like, you know, would he have blood all over him or not, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. Um, it's it just in all of the reports, it just says defensive wounds. And I was not about to. I assume rude and reach I, out to the family or anything. I would assume with death by asphyxiation and the fact that they're in the woods, I would assume it would probably be more defensive wounds as like she was trying to like push him off as he's trying to like grab her like i could see like scrapes from like the branches and like stuff like that around them as she's like trying to push him off and like running into things so like i i would assume probably more that kind of defensive wound yeah especially because like her friends and family describe her as like feisty and like there was no way she was gonna go down without a fight yeah at the at the end of this we'll talk about her because i want to end on a happy note and like you'll see as we better she 100 percent would have been like our best friend oh hell yeah i can't wait um anyway back to douglas gross uh so a, a jail informant did say that they like overheard this conversation um however according to local news sources he was deemed an unreliable witness because i guess this informant would like try to say a ton of things to get his sentence reduced so like some of the information he gave them was credible and some of it was just bullshit to try to get his sentence taken down a little bit um and then a reporter from wflx uh spoke to gross in 2006 and in that interview gross says that he had absolutely nothing to do with rachel's murder however he wished that he knew something to help them um he also allegedly has an alibi. I saved the best for last. Um, 
I couldn't find any official documentation to confirm or deny this. So I'm going to use allegedly. Um, but apparently he was in a youth detention center at the time. So there's like that. juvie. Sorry. Yeah. Like, like juvie. <laughs> I was opening um my potatoes from Taco Bell. So I had muted the microphone. Yeah, I thought I fine. unmuted it, but I accidentally remuted it. Anyways. Um, so that probably means you didn't hear what I said before. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, I kind of hate him. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm uh, sure I'm going to hate pretty much everyone we're going to talk about. I'm not going to lie. If but I'm not, he probably was true when he says he wish he knew something so he could help. Because yeah. if I was shitty and everybody had their eyes on me because they thought I did something I didn't do, like I would also want to know what happened. I'd be like, yes, please. Like, get off of my back. Like, I also want to solve this. Like, Yeah. Um, I couldn't find any, like, sex crimes in any of his charges. However... He is in prison for unrelated things until uh, 2036. I am not giving him a pat on the back for that, but I am glad. Like, I'm still glad, obviously. I I do like that no women got hurt this time around. Right. Um, God damn. The bar is so fucking low. It's so low, dude. (laughs) Um, So then our next one that I found uh, is Paul Simon. Uh, so in 2003, a woman told police that Simon had raped her about three years after Rachel's murder. Um, she reportedly told police that she felt Simon would have smothered her to death if her friend had not come in and like interrupted everything that was happening. Um, he was arrested and charged on five counts of sexual battery, eluding an LEO and burglary in 2004. Um, and he served his full sentence and was released in 2021. <laughs> According to authorities, though, there's nothing connecting him to Rachel's murder. It was just kind of a, he has a history of sexual assault. So I'm like, maybe, but they looked into him and there's nothing connecting him. I feel like he's the only person in like a minute that's gotten like an actual sentence where I'm like, I mean, ideally, obviously, I'd like him to still be in prison. Um, But where I'm like, okay, like, Mm -hmm. like 2004 to 2021, like that's a, like, that's a long sentence for mm-hmm. something like that. Because most of these fucking guys, if they get any time at all, it's like a year. Right. Six months. And then they don't even serve the full sentence. They'll <laughs> watch that. Like, most of that was probably for, like, the robbery part of it. or Probably. Like. <laughs> or, like, eluding the LEO. God, I fucking hate it. <laughs> um, another name that I found kind of associated was uh, Frankie Washburn. He was known to hang out around Carlin Park, and he was allegedly friends with Douglas Gross. Um, the af- informant that mentioned the conversation said that Washburn's name was mentioned in relation. Um, however, when this information came about, Frankie was like, absolutely fucking not. Like, here's all of my DNA. You can run it. Like, I had nothing to do with this. I don't appreciate my name being dragged into this. Like, he, f- <laughs> he freely was like, here's my blood. Here's my spit. Here's my skin. Like, not me. There is only one correct way to respond if you are accused of something you didn't do and you genuinely did nothing sketchy, and that's the way. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, be like, literally, you can have it all. What do you want? Like, this literally. was not me. I will do anything. This is Editing Morgan here just popping in real quick. Um, I just want to make a note here that... Um, I kind of want to correct what I said. 
And if something happens and for some reason that you get arrested for any reason, do not speak to the police. Please immediately retain a lawyer. You are entitled to one. Only speak to your lawyer. And then if your lawyer recommends it, provide all of the necessary evidence to prove that you were not there safely and in a way where you will be fully protected. And rant. Thank you. Literally. Uh, however, he's not going to make it out of here unscathed. He did do jail time from 2009 to 2010 for resisting an officer. Yeah, he gets a pass. <laughs> he gets a pass. I don't like cops. That's a, that's a minor charge. All you did was a resistant <laughs> officer. I would have too. Good for you. Um, and then the last name that I found associated, and this is the one that's going to make you so mad. Mm. Uh, I was like, none of these are really making me that mad. So there was another person that was briefly considered and it was Todd Clayton Campbell, which we all know how I feel about people named Todd. First of all, <laughs> second of all, um, I don't think this one is likely cause the MO doesn't match and I'll get into that. Uh, but he was charged in the rape and murder of, uh, Vicki Lynn Long in Jupiter, Jupiter, Florida, and his DNA connected him to the crime about 25 years after the fact. So I don't, that's why I don't think this is likely because you don't go from pubescent to a single mother. <laughs> like that's not a, the, a leap that happens. Like if you're going to be a trash bag, you're going to stick to your MO. Um, I mean, yes and no, though, because, like, yeah. I've definitely covered people, like, even the last guy, I, like, covered, like, he killed people, or, oh, sorry, we haven't actually talked about it yet, but, like, the guy, the guy that I just didn't know it's on that we're gonna talk about, yeah. he kills a whole range of people of all ages, but the reason was purely just because, like, that's who was available. Gotcha. Like, it was, <sighs> he, like, he had the means and the opportunity, and, like, unfortunately, like, in her situation, like, that feels very much like a right wrong time right place you know what i yeah from whatever viewpoint you want to look at it from wrong time wrong place but yeah like rather uh, than like someone who would like plan to that ahead of time do you want to get really mad hmm. so he pleaded not guilty on the grounds that he and miss long had a consensual relationship and he was acquitted on all charges Wait, I don't think my brain processed that sentence right. You want to repeat the first part of that sentence to me again? He pleaded not guilty. Okay. On the grounds that he and Miss Long had a consensual relationship, and that's why his DNA was found on the crime scene. Okay. Yep, that is what I heard. Okay. And that's he what was I thought I heard. Acquitted on all charges. Which I, can't, I, I mean, maybe he's telling the truth. I was like, to be fair, I guess I don't know enough Maybe. about, like, how her body was found and, like, exactly the situation because, you know, it, it's always possible that, you know, you could sleep with someone or something and then something bad happens to them later on. Yeah. Um, but I, I... But then you look at the history of, If it's like, sketchy enough that we brought it the all the way to trial... Right. And we had enough evidence that we brought it all the way to trial and that's what we're doing, then yeah, I think it's heavy enough to assume that that's probably not the situation. Yeah. Like, because if we had enough actual solid evidence to bring it here, because they don't fucking arrest 
every dude who's ever slept with a girl that had something bad happen to them. Like, because sometimes, like I said, sometimes people just genuinely have consensual sex and then something bad happens to them. Like, life just happens sometimes. But, like, that's because there's no actual evidence that they did anything. I mean, I have to look into that case a little bit farther. I just kind of, like, skimmed it because he was mentioned in this one. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm going with if we made it all the way that far into trial that there's some pretty solid evidence that got us this far, so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they don't usually waste all their time doing stuff like that if there's no evidence, so. Yeah. And, like, like I said, maybe, maybe there's, like, a sliver of a chance that he's telling the truth. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't trust it. But we're going to move on. This um, is not a Believe Men account. <laughs> Sorry. Yikes. <laughs> Unless the men are sexual assault victims, then it is a believe men account. I just want to establish that because we have covered cases where that's true. that has gone under the radar and that's fucked up. Yeah. But with something um, like this, no, I don't, I don't believe <laughs> So that's all I have for like suspects. Um, the rest of this is just going to be kind of talking about um, interviews and first person accounts. I, when I tell you this was a rabbit hole, I found like the facebook page in support of her and i read every single post and every single facebook comment (laughs) i am not well you need to send them like i i want to see it now obviously i don't want to see it before i don't i don't want the story to be ruined but i want to see it now oh yeah oh i will send you everything no um so the first thing i have is an interview from aaron and i this just kind of unpacks a little bit more about what happened so Aaron said that the night before um herself Rachel well and Rachel stayed the night at Maddie's house so that's our our three girls that were there um the girls went boating with some uh male friends of theirs at the Jupiter Inlet um and the whole reason that this like pickup at Carlin Park thing happened was because their parents didn't know that that was the plans that they were having um they told the parents they're going to carlin park they're having a beach day and that was that um so like none of the parents knew that they were going to jupiter inlet to go boating yeah i feel like that's a pretty even though i'm like oh they shouldn't do that like as an adult i'm like oh that's so bad but then also like i've been a kid i like when you're like Bro, I lied to my mom about going to the bowling alley because I was supposed to be at my friend's house for a sleepover. And I mean, I actually, like, shockingly, shockingly as a child, I actually did not really lie about where I was going, like, almost ever. Like, good news to my mom. Uh, I actually did not, uh, surprisingly. But believe me, I I still get it. Like, yeah. if you really wanted to go boating and you, like, knew your parents were going to say no or they were going to insist that parents be there, but, like, you knew that their parents weren't going to be there. Right. Like, that, like, I get it. Like, I fucking get it. Yeah. Um, it no kid ever thinks something bad like that's going to happen to them. Right. Like, you never, you never consider these things. Most grown adults would still do something like that. Yeah. Like, they'd be like, oh, my friends are right behind me. Like, I'll, I'll just go ahead a little bit. Like, I know people to this day that would do that. Like. Yeah. I would probably do that. I know that I shouldn't. And you shouldn't. It's bad. Don't do it. That's why we don't do that. 
Dude, I don't even like it when you run off without me at Ren Fair. And we know most of the people at Ren Fair. Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> you know, I used to feel better about it, you know, when all the people that we knew at Ren Fair didn't include cannibals. So, like, now it feels less comforting to be like, I know them all. It's like, well, yeah, I, I knew them all before, yeah. too. And yeah. I still ate somebody, so. Ugh, wild. Um, Anyways. Anyway. So... They got off the boat and Rachel kept saying that like she needed to go. She had to go like she had to meet her mom. She's going to be late. And Aaron says that she asked Rachel like just wait for them. Like Maddie just has to go to the bathroom real quick. And Rachel was like nope can't wait gotta go and she just runs off. So Aaron walks Maddie to the bathroom and she notes that they um, didn't see if Rachel took the beach or if she took the shortcut over the dunes through the woods. Um, like they didn't see which direction she ran off in she just bounced off um Aaron said that she remembers it being really windy and the sand kind of like pelting her legs um and that's an, only an important detail because like in her head she was like oh my god my parents are totally gonna figure out that we weren't lying because like nobody's at the beach today like it the so okay so the thing down here um some of the beaches are kind of like crushed shells mixed with sand right. and like that packs down really well but the beaches that have like the sugar sand if it gets windy you're getting sand blasted dude that shit hurt i don't i haven't had that in florida but that happened to me when i went to venice beach in california like it was a super windy ass day and that shit was like it was painful like we were oh, yeah. there for like 20 minutes maybe you don't have to pay for exfoliation treatments down here just go to one of the beaches on a windy day and just lay down <laughs> right but only for like 10 minutes if you want to still have skin afterwards literally um but yeah so she remembers like being worried that they were gonna figure out that they were lying because of the weather um and she remembers asking maddie where rachel was um because she couldn't see her and because they so she knows that they only spent like five to seven minutes in the bathroom and so like when they got out of the bathroom and started walking towards carlin park she's like like can you see maddie like i don't or can you see rachel like i don't see her and she's like no i can't see her and she's like well you know like maybe she just made it farther than we expected like she's a pretty fast runner you know whatever um so they get to carlin park and they found other friends asking where rachel was because her mom was looking for her um and she notes remembering again that she was scared that she was going to get busted because she like at this point it's not even like a blip on her radar that her friend's missing she's just like oh shit like she took the long way back and like we're gonna get busted um, yeah like i wouldn't be thinking about that either yeah so she said they go back to maddie's house for a little bit and rachel's mom calls them and is like do you know where rachel is and they're like oh it's been a really long time so at this point they come clean and they're like we were at the jupiter inlet and she ran ahead of us to meet you and haven't seen her since um and then 20 minutes later apparently her mom calls back and it's like do you remember what rachel was wearing and at that point it clicks in aaron's brain like oh shit um so aaron's mom drives them back to the beach to help them look for rachel and she remembers looking through the woods and asking her mom like what are we looking for and I guess that like set off some alarm bells in her mom's head um because at that point the like kind of some of the moms like gather all of the kids and take them over to the civic center which is kind of on the beach um and stays there with the kids while the like adults keep looking <laughs> which 
I found like something later where like as an adult she realizes that's because her mom was like we might be looking for a dead body and she didn't want to tell the kids that just valid (laughs) what yeah of course I wouldn't either and then then you also don't want them involved in the search because if that is the situation which it actually was the situation like you don't want them to be the one to find her traumatizing yeah Um, like it's gonna be traumatizing enough for anyone who finds her like yeah so it's actually Aaron's dad that finds Rachel and he came out of the woods and told everyone to gather around because they found her um and then she said that like her whole worldview kind of shattered at that point um understandably so (laughs) in this interview there is um some inconsistencies that she notes because she there's like what she remembers versus what was reported um one and one of the big like um points of contention here is the weather so in some of the news reports they're like oh it was a sunny day and it was you know st patrick's day and the beach was full of people and Aaron's like no like it was super windy and cloudy and like there was not a whole lot of people on the beach because again like you're getting sandblasted at that point right like it's not an enjoyable experience to be here like it's I'm guessing it's probably the same thing as up here which is the only people that are on the beach are the freaking crazy tourists that are like well we paid to come down here we're gonna be on the beach damn it Um, which which is understandable yeah because that was also me at Venice Beach (laughs) Um, the other thing she notes is like the news footage. Um, cause I guess there was some news footage of like cops running around the woods and, um, like them trying to like search for Rachel and everything. And allegedly what she remembers is that there was like a media and police presence, but that they weren't really helping them search. Um, and I'm going to keep saying allegedly to cover my ass here. Uh, but allegedly, some people remember the cops just kind of sitting in patrol cars and not really doing anything. Um, some people said that the deputies didn't even arrive until after Rachel was found. Um, and a lot of people remember the media, like, not helping with the search at all and just kind of standing there. But as soon as Rachel was found, they were more than eager to talk to everybody. Which is not surprising, but really fucking shitty. Dude, um, stuff like that. Like, it's so funny for, like, all the stuff that we talk about and then, like, stuff like that genuinely makes me nauseous. Yeah. Like, there's just the genuine lack of empathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I'm going to say it right here, right now. If you are listening to this and you are press or you're a reporter or a news anchor or whatever, if you are at a scene where there is a missing person and they are actively searching for them and you're not helping you are part of the fucking problem if you're not gonna help them fucking leave you can get your story later when they find them but if you're not gonna help them leave fucking leave leave them alone let them do what they need to do or fucking get in there and help them but do not just fucking stand there and wait for them to find a dead body and then pounce on everybody to try to get a fucking comment absolutely not like if anything i'm surprised that they weren't like jumping all over the like as fucking morbid and disgusting vultures that they are like i'm surprised that they weren't jumping all over the chance to like get involved like oh the chance that i might be the one who finds her dead body like you know what i mean it's like bro but at least you'd be fucking helping literally like at least we could be getting closer to getting closure would you have a good motive for it no but at least we would be getting closer 
to finding out what happens. Like, right. Yeah. Oh, uh, I hate people so much. Every time we do stories like this, and I, and that detail is in there, it just like, oh, it makes my blood boil. It makes me I, so fucking mad. I think it's because, too, it's like obviously, like the people we're talking about, like the perpetrators of the crimes, like they're obviously severely, severely, like mentally ill. Like mm-hmm. they're fucked up. Like it's undeniably like they are bad people who are very fucked up where it's like i think what what makes me so nauseous like every time we fucking talk about these is these people who are supposed to be good guys that are like supposed to care like mm-hmm. the cops the justice system the like the media the the p- community like the people who are supposed to care and then they don't mm-hmm. and it's just like like how are you any better yeah. Like, tell me how you're any better than the person who did this. Because I am seeing just a lack of empathy, just a lack of, like, treating her like a fucking human being uh, that the person who did it did. Yeah. It, so. Oh, it makes me so angry. Um, <laughs> Moving off of my soapbox now, now that I've roasted the entirety of the press. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, guys. Um, There's. Okay, so moving away from. Aaron's interview we're kind of just moving into um in some of the news articles that I found which I read every single one by the way like I said I'm not well um there's mention of someone seeing a man coming out of the wooded area of Carlin Park and they noted that the man was shirtless wearing jeans and construction boots and that he had scratch marks on him um the description puts him at about 6'2 with dark blonde hair and a beard um this man is never identified um and while I, I get that it's sketchy, I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a second and say that um, anybody who's been through any of the Florida woods down here knows that our wildlife is not friendly, both plants and animals alike. Yeah, that's very um, true. Me and my friend went camping and I had so many scratches and like bite marks and shit all over me just from walking through the woods. <laughs> Yeah, I I see that guy who uh just the guy that I sent you that just goes out into the fucking Everglades like barefoot and like oh fucking my shorts. god, he makes me so yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, I've seen just a little tidbits of the wilderness and I've seen enough. <laughs> I've seen enough. Um, yeah. So there is that man. Um, whether that's something or not, we'll never know. Or maybe we will. I don't know. Um, and then this next bit is some stories in the Facebook comments that I found and um, for the safety of the people that commented them, I'm not going to say their names because um, I know that there are those really weird fucking people out there that like to track people down and ask questions and we're not about that life here. Um, so <laughs> with that being said, here are some of the stories from the Facebook comments that I found. Um, the first one is from L. Um, and Elle says that they saw a boy that seemed intoxicated in the bathroom with two girls. Um, and they confronted this boy and told him, like, he needed to get out. And he allegedly, like, kind of grabbed them and got a little aggressive with them. Um, and then they watched the boy leave the bathroom. And apparently, like, they didn't realize that this was Rachel. But, like, now after the fact, they realized that it might have been Rachel. Um, but he followed a girl down the boardwalk um, and then towards the beach, like, onto the beach, like, heading towards Carlin Park. Um, they said they reported this story to authorities, but they didn't mention if there was any follow-ups or anything like that. 
Um, there's no identity for the boy or the two girls um, that were like in the bathroom before the confrontation. Um, so I will say a couple of things about this one. They don't mention what bathroom it is. So I don't know if it's the one up by like the Jupiter inlet or if it's like at like a little bit more south or where. Um, but the other thing I will say about this is that if you're listening and you're one of these girls, please come forward, please. The Yeah, like that's <laughs> a very, very important information that like, needs to come out. I've looked at the Florida laws and the statute of limitations on this it has it, like it's done. It's expired. The only way that you're gonna get in trouble in relation to this crime is if you are the one that raped and killed Rachel. So if, right, which which obviously you are not right. So like, oh. <laughs> if you have any information and you've just been too scared because you don't want to get in trouble, like you're fine. The statute of limitations, it's done. Like you're free. Like please, if you're one of these girls, please say something. <sighs> yeah, because that's the thing with this situation is that like someone saw something, and like it, it's not like they saw something and they're like necessarily maliciously holding it back like they could have even seen something that they didn't even necessarily realize what realize was important you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like someone saw something yeah like <sighs> so we have a couple other stories um the next one comes from a d so d recalls seeing an adult man mildly overweight with brown hair um says that they remember seeing him at Carlin Park a few times with binoculars kind of watching people. Ew. And then they said that they don't remember seeing him ever again like after Rachel is murdered. You know, I did I had that thought like all the way back when we like very first started talking like at the very beginning of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the very first person you talked about out of the gates was like 17. And I had like a very passing thought that I was like with all those defensive wounds and stuff like I feel like I, I kind of feel like this had to be an adult because mm-hmm. I feel like not many 17 year olds are gonna be like because she like not that she was like huge probably but she, I, willpower is a crazy fucking thing willpower and adrenaline and like it's very clear that she fought back very hard you know what I mean so it's like someone would have had to be significantly stronger than her for her to be able to fight back that hard and then like still not get away or win or be able to scream or something so i will say devil's advocate here for a second um my fiance by the time that he was a junior in high school was like 6'3 250 and not like a chunky 250 like he played football he was in wrestling like he weightlifted all the time like he was a stacked 250 that's true that's true just to just, play devil's advocate here for okay. a second and i guess less about age and more just like i feel like this person would have to be bigger large yeah. like it, it like large a little bit larger than normal yeah or a little bit stronger than normal because it's really hard like even small people it's very difficult to hold on to them when they're fighting try fucking holding on to a three-year-old when they don't want you to oh my god that shit is the (laughs) hardest fucking thing on the goddamn planet my friend (sighs) texts me every goddamn day about how her fucking three-year-old beats the shit out of her like it's they're crazy like and, um, and then imagine you know someone who's fucking 
much older than that, like much bigger than that, who's clearly fighting very, very, very hard for their life. Because then also this person had to subdue her in a way where she didn't make noise, at least pretty quickly. Because Mm -hmm. if she was just out there like screaming her head off, like it seems like there was enough people around that like she would have been heard. Yeah. Like, I don't get the sense that this is like that isolated of an area. You know what I mean? I'll hold on. I think I took a like it's a little shot. isolated, but not like insane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like you said it was like a mile between the park and like where they left from like the beach or whatever. Yeah. I took a screenshot of the map. I'm going to send it to you here in a second um, while I keep talking. Um, so did I delete it like a jackass? Why am I like this? Okay, anyway. Um, so our next comment comes from Jay. Um, so they remember being at Carlin Park with friends that day. And they were up in the grass instead of on the beach because the wind was so bad that they were getting like sandblasted, like I mentioned before. Um, and they... I can't believe I deleted it. God, I'm such a jackass. Um, they said that like, more of their friends met with them and they went over to the Hilton to swim in the pool and then they raced the boys back to the park and they beat the boys there um and they saw Rachel's mom and remember like her asking them if they had seen Rachel and they you know were like no but they would check the beach again so they all went down to the beach and like walked along it from Carlin Park to the Civic Center and didn't see anything and then they were picked up around like 4 p.m and went to dinner um, and then when they got back to the house, they like saw on the news about Rachel. Aww. Yeah. This whole thing, I don't know why it makes me. So- well, I know why it makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, but it's so heartbreaking. The longer I talk about it, and um, it's like so frustrating too that it's like, like I said, like I I don't think any part of this was like premeditated. You know what I mean? Like, I think this was someone who saw and took advantage of an opportunity. And and I think and a lot of times, like, I feel like that's why people like that don't get caught because they don't necessarily go and kill again right away because it wasn't something they, they were sitting on for a long time. You know what I mean? It wasn't something that they were like focused on that. Like, oh, my God, like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It just kind of happens. Kind of reminds me of the show You. You know what I mean? Because he, he's able to get away with it because it's it's all just like a spur of the moment thing yeah. most of the time, you know? Okay, I am sending you the map. So the pin is Carlin Park, and then you can obviously see where the inlet is. Okay. But um, I think that's like what makes it so tragic, too. It's like purely like a wrong place, wrong time. Like, who knows? Like, if that person, like, if they would have been staggered like Rachel and that person staggered by like five more minutes and they never interacted with each other. Like that person might've not killed anybody ever. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, I, I I think it's just, I don't know. It just fucks with me. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate advocate with that again in a second. Um, <laughs> oh, I see. It's not like, yeah, it's, it's literally like a mile if you take the beach and then like a mile and some change. Um, so then our, our next comment comes from another L um, and they were on the beach with friends and felt, um, well, hold on, let me clarify. They were at like the Jupiter Inlet side of things. Okay. Um, 
and they were on the beach with friends and they felt like super creeped out by just this unidentified guy. So they climbed up the bank um, to just kind of put some distance between them and him. Um, And then they saw Rachel heading towards the beach and they said that they saw her to like stop and like ask some kid if she could borrow his bike because she was like, I got to go. And the kid was like, no, you can't have my bike. And she's like, ah, fuck. And then like took off running. Um, They did say that she like jokingly flipped the kid off. And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't fucking give someone my, uh, like, I don't blame that kid. I'd be like, absolutely not. You cannot have my fucking, why would, why would I ever give you my bike? What the fuck? Um, they, they note that this happened on like the east side of the, the Du Bois bridge, like heading towards the beach. Um, which I don't know if you can see on that map that I sent you. Um, but like by the inlet, it's kind of hard to tell. Um, but if you zoom in like right by that boat that's on the map there, you can see where like the inlet kind of comes in and there's a little bridge. That's the bridge they're talking about. So she was on like the east side of that. So that'd be closer to the beach, like heading towards the beach, um, which makes it sound like she maybe just like took a straight line from the beach. Maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. The no, I, I see. One, I see exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, see what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and for our listeners, I'll post the picture of the map like on our Instagram, so you can also see what I'm talking about. Um, and then this next one comes from S. Um, she notes telling this story um, to the police, but there was no follow up. Which part of that? Um, it seems like there was some miscommunication about which department was handling this. Um, apparently, a lot of people told their stories to the Jupiter police, but it was the Palm um, Palm Beach Sheriff's Office that was actually handling this. Um, so it, it sounds like there might have just been a mishandling thing, but also just maybe communicate with each other. Like, oh, hey, somebody gave me a tip on your case. Talk to this person. I don't know. I digress. Right. It feels like a pretty easy solution here. Right. Um, but S remembers it being kind of overcast and being at Carlin Park with friends. Um, and again, because of the wind, they were up on like the grass by the snack area. Because um, Carlin Park has like a little softball field. I don't know if it was there back then, but now it's a softball field dedicated to Rachel because she played softball. Um, but there's like a softball field and like a little snack hut and like a shower area and bathrooms like it's a whole thing um but so they were up on the snack area and they remember seeing a group of like three or four boys that they didn't recognize um standing by like the shower area and she remembers finding them like to be super annoying and saying like really inappropriate things and like it just felt off and it was making her super uncomfortable um and then they saw rachel's mom and she had asked if they had seen her they said no um so they picked up the payphone because it was ringing and it was either um one of their friends they can't remember which one it was asking if they had seen rachel um and they said no and then their friend that called like met them at carlin park and they walked the beach from there to the inlet looking for her um and they remember someone saying something about like a creepy white van but i couldn't find a whole lot of follow-up about that Yeah, plus, like, I mean, obviously, like, he didn't take her anywhere. Yeah. Seems like whoever did it didn't really need a van of mm-hmm. any sort. Probably would have looked a lot less suspicious if they weren't in a van. 
<laughs> like, um, so this is the, I mean, obviously all of the comments kind of raised some flags in my brain and that's why I mentioned them. But this is the one that I was like, oh, 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 oh. Ha. Um, so M picks up a hitchhiker along A1A, which it's just one of the main highways here. Not even a highway. It's like a, uh, whatever. It just, it runs along the entire coast. We love A1A, except for when hurricanes come through because then it drops off onto the beach. Sad day. Anyway. <laughs> So our good Samaritan here picks up a hitchhiker kind of south of the park um, and notes that the hitchhiker had them stop at his parents' house first and, like, wait for him. And he says that the guy, like, went in and was, like, in there for a little bit and then, like, came out and seemed, like, super pissed off and was, like, ranting about, like, how his parents just threw him out of the house and, like, he was super angry. And he drops this hitchhiker off on a dirt road on the north end of carlin park and then left like the our good samaritan like leaves he's like whatever like dropped you off moving on with my life um this gives me all of the red flags makes me so uncomfortable um the guy that commented this said that he had tried to call crime stoppers a few times and like couldn't get through um so he kind of just gave up on mentioning it um however I mentioned it um, and I'll get to that later. Uh, but don't you worry. The authorities are aware of it now and they're looking into it. <laughs> and then some of the Facebook comments wonder about James Howard Harrison. And you're probably like, who's James Howard Harrison? I would who's love James to Harrison? tell you who James Howard Harrison is. I thought you would. He was a pastor and a deputy why and as a pastor uh he worked with at-risk youth and he worked as a deputy for 10 different police departments now you probably know like, you could do that yeah you're probably like but sierra that doesn't make him a bad guy well his dna was tested against a cold case well you told me he was a pastor and a cop i immediately assumed he was a bad guy <laughs> jesus <laughs> to be fair <laughs> so his dna was tested against a cold case and it's a match it is a match for laura ann hoosier i'm so sorry if i'm saying that wrong who was 11 year old who was raped and murdered in saint Lucie county um in 1983 and was a cold case for the longest time and then after he died they ran his dna and it was a match also if it makes you feel better he died of cancer in 2008 it did make me feel better actually yeah. thank you for that because i am like cold cases as a dog with a bone i decided to look into this further and i found all 10 different police departments that he worked for and of the 10 five of them have a cold case of a minor that was raped and murdered they're they are suspicious um there's the Orange County Sheriff's Office, which has a cold case of a 16-year-old in 1980. There's Hernando County slash Brooksville PD. It kind of fits under both of them. That has a 12-year-old that was raped and murdered in 1993. There's Osceola County that has a um, 17-year-old that was raped and murdered in 1982. Why do I keep saying that? Um, there's the St. Lucie County one that he was attached to. 
um, Glade County, sorry, Glades County Sheriff's Office has a Jane Doe from 1981. Um, and then he also worked at Groveland PD, Edgewood PD, um, Okeechobee Sheriff's Office, and Okeechobee's um, Police Department. Now, so basically he was just fucking around until people started getting a little bit suspicious. Then he just bounced to the next one in a different me, county. Ask me how far Okeechobee uh, Sheriff's Office is from Jupiter, Florida. It's not that ask far. Me. How? Far? It's 50 fucking miles. I was like, I didn't I didn't think that that was that far away. Because I, I very vaguely know where we're talking about in Florida. <laughs> I don't know Florida super well, but I know it a little bit better than I used to. Yeah. So I, this is the one case where like it kept itching at me and I was like, I would rather say something and have it be nothing um, than. No, that's, yeah, that's too many yeah. coincidences. So I, like that. I, 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 you know, did not fall victim to the bystander effect and I did call the detective in charge of this case. Um, and I laid out all of my research for him. Um, and in a wild twist of events, he said that he was very impressed with my research and he's looking into everything that I gave him. Um, he actually had me email him like all of my notes and all of my research um, and then gave me another case to look into. So that's wild. Um, but yeah, that's where we're at. Um, I I hate when I don't have pretty bows to wrap everything up in so instead let's just remember rachel because she sounds like a whole badass um so from everything i've read rachel was a absolutely beautiful girl which can confirm saw the pictures of her she was gorgeous um and she was well liked and very nice uh, which was great but some of her friends were like you know like that's true she was great like she was really nice everybody liked her um, but they're like, what they're leaving out is that like she was feisty, she was strong. Um, they often refer to her as like a force to be reckoned with, which like girl after my own heart. Um Yeah, we do have a tendency <laughs> to kind of like round out our loved ones like edges after they pass. <laughs> but like not just yeah. because an edge is like blunt doesn't mean it's bad. Right. Like there's uh, good things about being a force to be reckoned with. And, like, clearly she was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they said that she loved, um, like, belting Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses at, like, the top of her lungs, which, like, girl, same. Mood. <laughs> same. Um, she was also a huge fan of Top Gun, and she wanted to be a fighter pilot because of it. Fucking mood, dude. I um, used to want to be a pilot so bad. So, to honor her, I watched the new Top Gun movie because I hadn't seen it yet. I, I haven't seen like, it. I was like, you know, don't don't mess with a classic. This um, is what's going to make me watch it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it for Rachel. She didn't get to watch it. Why am I crying? I own the classic. Now I want to watch the original one. Oh. Honestly, it was so good. I'm so sad she never got to see it because I feel like she would have loved it. It was a great movie. Which I I'm usually... gonna have to watch both of them, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cause I can't just watch the side. Like, you gotta watch the original one too. So I'm I'm gonna have to do both. <laughs> uh there is also a Facebook story um that somebody submitted 
where around Christmas in seventh grade, they were doing the whole like send a candy cane thing. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, we did that. Yeah. And someone in Rachel's class commented that it looked like everybody got one. Well, there was one person who didn't. And I guess it must have shown on their face because Rachel saw them and she walked over and handed them a candy cane and then announced to the class, yeah, it looks like everybody got one. Like, my girl. Oh, like she was like, oh, crazy. Wait, I got one that didn't have my name on it. <laughs> wow, look, everybody got one. Crazy. Yeah. I love that. Uh, it's a lot. I like, I mean, that's good. Like, it's hard in that time mm-hmm. in your life, too. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's hard to do those things and, like, stand up for the people around you. Like, I've been there. I know that pressure of, like, high school. Yeah. Like, um, and then I found a story that's mentioned um, a few times across different sources, which really solidifies that, like, we 100% would have been best friends with Rachel. So I found this story. And apparently a few weeks before at a slumber party, um, Rachel and her friends were playing with a Ouija board and they asked it who would be the first to die. And it spelled out Rachel. And apparently Rachel's response to this was to laugh and then go, then do it, bitch. (laughs) Girl, same. (laughs) Like girl after my own heart. That's exactly what I would have fucking said. <laughs> oh, like real girl, girl after my own heart. Um, and then apparently they asked for a sign, and like the fire alarm in the house went off, which is the whole thing's really spoopy. I don't. I'm love not that gonna story, lie. If that however, happened to me, like I would very much be like, okay, like maybe I should be a little extra careful right now. Literally. But I I love it. I love her response. Like, I, damn, we would have been best friends. Jesus, I guess this is why we don't tempt the universe. I hate, I love that, but I hate that. Yeah, I have a really strong love-hate relationship with that story. But that's everything that I have. Oh, my, yeah, I don't know how to feel about (laughs) that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't imagine. I'm just trying. I feel like I just trying to imagine what would happen if I had a like, like if I got a reading like that or something. Like, oh, I would live in a bubble, and then probably trip and fall and break my neck in the bubble. Yeah, I know. I'm I was clumsy. like having that like mental debate with myself where I'm like, would I be super careful or would I be like, well, fuck. I guess I might might as well enjoy myself. Like, I don't think I'd go do anything like crazy. Like, I wouldn't, like, go skydive. Like, that's tempting fate too much for me. But, like, like, I still wouldn't be stupid with it, but I feel like I would probably still want to go do stuff. Well, and it also didn't say when. It just, you know, said, like, she would be the first of the friend group. Right. Like, that could have been, like, in her fucking 60s and all the rest of them die in their 70s or something. Like, I guess that didn't necessarily mean, like, it was going to happen anytime soon. But I feel like I would have asked follow-up questions. (laughs) I would have been like, I have additional questions. Um, I need to know when. Uh, (laughs) I've got some planning to do. (laughs) From what I can tell of what I read on that story was that everybody was kind of just, like, spooked by the alarm going off and they were like, Especially because they're young, yeah. too. Like, I'd be terrified no of that situation, too. They'd be like, yeah, we're done with this. We're just gonna... Just gonna put that thing back where it came from. Keep or so help, so me. help me. <laughs> but yeah, so that is the 
unfortunate story of Rachel Hurley. I didn't expect to cry uh, while talking about her, but here we are. Um, Apparently, I've just read way too much about her. I'm very proud of myself for not crying, to be honest. I got really close with the uh, Top Gun thing. Yeah. I'm not going to front with you, but... The Top Gun thing sent me. (laughs) I talked myself through it, so I... (laughs) Oh, God. But it's far from the first time I've cried during an episode. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) If... I just want to say, if anybody has ever questioned about like whether we're passionate about this or not like that should answer that question for you i like i remember having to literally pause the junko episode because i was like bawling like a baby then i was like i met i still i literally just thought of her name and my eyes just welled up (laughs) involuntarily i didn't even think about what happened to her i literally just thought about her name like (sighs) yeah i I get that way with Matt, too. Like, Oh, God. Yeah. You guys are going to cry when we cover Matt because we're going to cry when we cover Matt. And that's coming. Oh, my God. Finally. So soon. uh, Because (laughs) the fucking the fucking courts in Kentucky. I swear to God, they're so lucky I don't live in Kentucky. They are so fucking lucky. And I'm not that far away. I have been tempted so many times to just drive the fucking eight hours down there. Or not, sorry, Kansas. <laughs> you know what I was trying to say. I know. Kansas. I exactly. Know you were just Kansas. mad and you it's just said like the first hours. K that came to mind. All my family lives in Kentucky. It's yeah. like the K that comes to mind more often. Kansas. Thank you. Yeah. But still, it's not that far away. It's like eight hours. Um, I have looked at this. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but they dicked me around. For so long, literally months, I'm not exaggerating you, months, they dicked me around saying I had to talk to this specific lady and she was on vacation forever. And then I was always calling when she was out of the office, even though I was calling when they told me she would fucking be there and dicked me around for literally months. And then I I took a couple weeks off of it because honestly, I was just so fucking frustrated at this point that, like I said, I was like plotting out trips to fucking Kansas that I was like, I need to calm down. Yeah. So I, I stepped back from it for a little bit, and then I reach back out to them, and I call their fucking office again. And you know what the fucking clerk says to me? Mm-hmm. She says, "I've never heard that name before. I have no idea who you're talking about. We don't even process our requests like this. We do them like this. You can just email us and just tell us like the, the the case that you want and this." Shut up. I was like, I'm going to burn this whole fucking place down. Oh, like, are you fucking, what do you mean you've never heard of her? Like, I literally, that's exactly what I said. I was like, what do you mean you've never heard of her? I was like, are you new? Like, I was like, not in the, like, I wasn't even being a dick. I was just like, are you like, did you just get this job? Like, maybe she quit like a couple weeks ago or something. Like, maybe, you know, it's just a transition thing. And she was like, no, like, I've worked here for a long time. And I'm like. So they were just lying to me is what you're telling me. Like, they just didn't want to deal with me. So they were just literally lying to me for months about a woman who apparently doesn't even fucking exist. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you our dedication on our projects. And then when we are finally like, okay, I finally got to how I get it. Then they're like, it's also going to be like hundred fucking dollars oh my god 
And I was like, okay. But I'm finally getting to the point because uh, I well, went through some rough financial stuff for a little while. But I'm finally kind of coming out on the other side of that a little bit. So I'm like, okay, now I finally have the process. And I'm getting to the point where I have the money. <laughs> and we can finally connect these fucking finally. things. And the, the most frustrating part, I think, of all of it is that I already have access to all of this. I could, I already have access to all of it. Or could. Could if I wanted to. But I know that this is something that could possibly be brought before a court. And if it is brought before a court, I want to verify that my information came directly from the court transcripts. Those court transcripts were purchased by me from the court of Kansas through their city clerk's office. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want it to be as above board as possible. Like, yeah, all of the information, including, is going to be court bulletproof. Yeah. So, like, and that's another reason that, that also that's- times because that's that's a bigger process than it sounds. There's a <laughs> you'll oh, yeah. understand when you hear it, but there is a lot of things where that could become a very legitimate issue. So that's a case that is probably going to come to you guys. I'd say maybe June-ish because that's one that we're going to have to record in person. Um, Yes, absolutely. It's definitely going to be within a couple of months, but it's probably going to be like a couple of months. Yeah. Morgan will be down here in May. So we'll probably record it while she's down here um, pending that everything works out for us. Uh, but there's going to be a lot of allegedly's and there's going to be a lot of apparently's and we're going to cry together because uh, oh. we're very emotionally invested in this case. Um, this is the first one of the ready. first cases we've ever even heard about because when we literally started our podcast, we posted, hey, like we're starting this podcast. Like what cases do you guys want us to cover? And someone reached out to us and brought this case to our attention. It was quite legitimately. It like, was a family of, member. Yeah, it was a family member of. Uh, we'll get we'll get into all of that. Yeah. I'm not even gonna get into that because that's his, its own mess on its own that yeah. I will have to deal with and I have to think through as well. Um, but still, it's it's one of the first cases we ever 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 brought to our attention or thought about covering. Yeah, and. That's how much the dedication we are to telling this story the right way because it deserves to be told the right way. We were also under a cone of silence for a while. um, Yeah. Because the trials were still happening. Um, Yes. And they very recently ended. And one of their key witnesses was also somebody who was charged in everything that happened. um, And they didn't want us putting anything out because they didn't want to spook him and have him retract any of his statements but which is 100% valid because it was so so important that that did not happen yeah and you you guys will see but it is so so very important that that did not happen or that anything happened to jeopardize this case at any point you know and so like that's one of the reasons that we wanted to wait until afterwards because yeah not not a single thing now that all the trials are done with they're over with so like it doesn't really we're going to still be careful because obviously we could still get brought to court, but like nothing yeah. we say like will affect their cases in any way, Correct. but they easily could have if we would have covered it before the trials are over. And that is a can of worms that no Ooh. one involved needed. Yeah. So you guys can uh, buckle your seatbelts and get ready for that one. But until then, 
Um, make sure you're following us on all of the things. Um, we do have a beacons page that has all of our links on it. Um, maybe I'll update our TikTok page if TikTok doesn't get banned. I don't know. Yeah, I um, switched. I did switch to a VPN, but like, I'm not gonna front with you. Like, seeing that it would be a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine and a possibly punishable with up to twenty years in jail uh, for violating the VPN law if they catch you. Uh, specifically to view TikTok, like I don't know if it's really worth that to me. Oh, to be I honest, didn't know that. Um, yeah. So if if TikTok does get banned, then we'll move to Clapper. It's a very similar app with a very similar setup. Um, it just doesn't have as much attention because TikTok exists. Uh, but we'll scoot over there if that is and what ends up happening. And and if that doesn't work, like we'll still have the Beacons page up no matter what. Yeah. So like whatever we go to, like it'll be added to the Beacons page. So like you can keep checking up on that to see like what new things we've added or different places we've decided to go and in the meantime honestly joining our discord like through our patreon is probably one of the best ways to do it because then like you're just in direct contact with us and like we can all have a discussion together and talk about like where do we want to go where does everybody else like what yeah what's everybody else feeling you know yeah um so until then Stay spooky, um, but not so spooky that you don't come forward if you saw anything or know anything about Rachel in this case. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't have anything else to say about that. Like, you're, there is literally an, no possibility that you could face punishment for this at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's been long enough, and like her family deserves to know. And this person deserves yeah. to be brought to justice. Or, like, I mean, they fuck, they might be dead now. We don't know. But, like, it, they yeah. still need to be brought to justice. <laughs> like, yeah. so if you know anything, if you saw anything, even if you think it was inconsequential, um, please, you know, you can reach out to us if you feel like you're not comfortable reaching out to the authorities, which I completely understand. Um, like I said, I am in communication with the detective on this case. So if you heard or saw something, and you're not comfortable talking to the authorities, come to me. Talk to me on Instagram. Talk to me on Facebook. Talk to me anywhere. And I will take it to the authorities for you. And I will keep your like, identity No matter safe. how minor it is. Because like we said, too, like it could be something like someone saw something. But obviously, that doesn't have to be like the crime. Like likely, obviously, no one saw the crime. Because if someone had witnessed the crime, like the person would have been caught by now. You yeah. know what I mean? But like exactly like those girls in the bathroom you know what i mean like they could have like you know just seen someone walking down the path a couple minutes after her or just even seen someone who was slightly off or a vehicle who was slightly off or Mm -hmm. just anything at all like it could be the most minor thing you bumped into some guy who was acting really sketchy and looking over his shoulder a lot literally or something you know like literally the smallest thing um i also do want to say aaron and maddie if you guys are listening to this if you're still harboring guilt, please don't. This was not your fault. I know you probably think it was because you let her run off without you. It's not your fault. These things happen and there's nothing that you could have done. Also, let's be real. It was Rachel. You weren't <laughs> letting her do anything. <laughs> she was exactly what she wanted to do. And you know that she was. <laughs> All right. Stay spooky, guys. Stay spooky. (laughs)